Hello again, this is World Pastor Tony Alamo. This is program 618, 618. If you'd like to have a copy of it, Sharon will tell you how at the end of the program. Let us know whether you want a CD or an audio tape. They're free, including the postage and handling. We've got a strong message. Uh, we've got letters and music. So right now, let's ask the Lord in heaven, who's the kingdom of heaven is in us, and therefore he's in us. So I'm praying to him that is in me, uh, sitting on the throne of my heart, uh, because I love the Lord, and the Lord loves me. Father, I love you, Father God. I love you, Lord Jesus. Uh, I love you, Holy Spirit. All three of you are one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Pour out your spirit upon me today, Lord, to bring forth this message, whatever it is, from your kingdom. Your kingdom is even in me. Lord, I ask in the name of Jesus that you close all doors to Satan, uh, to come against Satan with your power, all your power, Lord, and to open up doors with all your power for those of us who are Christians throughout the world. Uh, bind Satan in Jesus' mighty name, and everyone says amen. Amen. All right, now um, here's the song for you. Uh, it's called, He Gave Me More. Oh 
For the Lord Jesus in the, the 16th chapter of John, verse 21, states, A woman, when she is in travail, has sorrow. Um, I've had several, my wife has had several children, and I know that they are in great pain when they're about to deliver, because her hour is come. But as soon as she is delivered with the baby of the child, she remembereth no more uh, the anguish or the sorrow because of the joy that a man is born into the world. Verse 22. The only ones that don't want uh, men and women to be born into this world is the Vatican that I know of and a lot of people they just want to live their lives for themselves. Verse 22, And ye now, therefore, have sorrow, but I will uh, see you again, and your heart shall rejoice, and your joy no man will be able to take it away from you. Verse 23, And in that day you shall ask me uh, nothing, for sure, barely, barely, for sure, for sure, I say unto you, whatsoever you shall ask the Father in my name, he will give it you. And that's uh, if it's scriptural. Now, a lot of people are asking the Lord for all sorts of things, but they're not saved. And they're not uh, with Christ, and so therefore the Lord rebukes and rejects them. You must, in order to be able to receive something from the Lord, uh, be in the Lord. You have to be in his name. You have to be in the word. His name is the word of God. If you're into the word of God, if you're walking according to the word of God, he will give it you. Verse 24. Hitherto have ye asked nothing in my name. You haven't asked for anything in my name. Ask. All you got to do is ask if you're in my word, if you're in me. Ask and you shall receive that your joy may be full. Well, most people, uh, you know, like what I ask for is I love the fear of the Lord. I want more fear of God. Because when we have the fear of the Lord on us, we don't fear anything in this world. There isn't anything that we fear. These things have I spoken unto you in proverbs but the time cometh when i shall no more speak unto you in proverbs but i shall show you plainly of the father now we have some letters today where's the first one from sharon from lagos nigeria africa okay let's hear what they have to say dear pastor i know this letter will meet you in good faith I am a new listener of Radio Africa program. I hear your program almost every day on Radio Africa, and I can tell you categorically that it has been changing my life. Please keep on inspiring me more with more of God's messages. That is why I need some inspiring materials like Bibles, audio cassettes, books, and so on to strengthen me in Christianity. As a graduate since 2004, I have no job. Please pray for me. I will be awaiting in anticipation for your auspicious reply, your brother in Christ, 
Daniel Akumen from Lagos State, Nigeria, Africa. All right, do you have another letter, Sharon? Yes. Where is it from? From Malawi, Africa. Okay, the Africans really receive the gospel and they write very touching letters and there's many things that are happening there in the Lord. This was uh, and still is uh, in Africa. All of Africa used to be the Holy Land. Uh, and uh, the Canaanites and all these people, they were Africans. But God sent them in because they were sinning so bad they were killing murdering their own children like uh, we are today in these um, in the United States and throughout the world and God hates that and if you wonder why so much is wrath is coming down on the earth maybe it hasn't hit you yet but the Lord said that these are just the beginning of sorrows so there's a lot of sorrow coming your way and it's going to get worse and worse Again, Jesus said, this is just the beginning. This is not the final. All you people, I wouldn't worry so much about terrorists because what I would do if I were you, I'd be concerned about the Lord pouring wrath down on you just as he did Sodom and Gomorrah because you people are doing the same things that they were doing. And God rained down fire and brimstone and sulfur on them until there remained no one in the city and no one has ever built anything there since of any consequence. Okay, Sharon, read this other letter, please. Thank you. Dear Pastor Lamo, I'm greeting you in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. How are you at this moment? I would like to thank you very much for your wonderful newsletter, which is entitled Dry Bones. I got this newsletter from a man named Nagoma, who is a real brother in Christ. Pastor, after I went through that paper, I gave my life to Jesus Christ. Could you please add me to your mailing list and send me a Messiah book, a Bible, and other newsletters to share with my friends? I'm looking forward to hearing from you very soon. Happy Machiwana from Malawi, Africa. All right. Praise the Lord. People are really getting saved all over the world. Now, verse 26 states, Jesus states, at that day ye shall ask in my name. Now this is a promise of the Lord that belongs only to those of us that are walking in his word. Now he says, and I say not unto you that I will pray the Father for you. Uh, for the Father himself loveth uh, you because ye have loved me and have be believed that I came out from God. All right, and he states that whatsoever these things have I spoken unto you uh, in Proverbs, but he's not going to speak to us in Proverbs anymore. Uh, he says, uh, in, going back to verse 23, and in that day ye shall ask me nothing. Verily, verily, I say unto you, uh, whatsoever ye shall ask. Ooh, this covers a lot of territory. Whatsoever ye shall ask the Father in my name, in the word, uh, I am the word of God, in my name, he will it doesn't say he will possibly, possibly give it to you, or he might give it to you. It says he will give it 
you. He'll give it to you. Uh, who else will say that to you in this world? Nobody else has the power to give you anything. Uh, but there's conditions. Now, the other two, have you asked nothing in my name? Because you weren't walking in the word until recently. Now ask and you shall receive. And your joy may be full. Well, that is the joyful thing to ask the Lord for more fear of him, to ask for more insight uh, into the word, to ask for all the different things that we could ask, all the gifts to be able to pray for people and they'll be healed. These things have I spoken unto you in Proverbs. I uh, it was kind of telling you different stories about how this can occur. But the time is coming when I shall no more speak unto you in Proverbs, but I shall show you plainly of the Father. In other words, you have the faith, you're walking in my word, and you believe the word so much that you do whatsoever it says, then the, he'll show you how the Father works. At that day ye shall ask in my name, and I say not unto you that I will pray the Father for you, for the Father himself loves you. Why? Because Jesus is in you. And the Lord only loves Jesus and those that are in him, because ye have uh, loved me so much that you asked me to dwell in you, and I, uh, you told me to take over your life, to give up all the things of your former life, and let me work in you and uh, through you. And uh, you have believed that I came out from the Father, out from God. Verse 28, I came forth from the Father and am come into the world. I, the word of God, have come into the world. I, the word of God, the Lord Jesus, have come into the world. I'm in the world, folks. Again, I leave the world. Because, uh, and I go to the Father because I've accomplished, I've destroyed the works of Satan. I've shown the world that uh, human beings made of the flesh, uh, made of the dirt of the ground, with my spirit, my Father's spirit, and the Holy Spirit in you, can also overcome the world. I come into the world, again I leave the world, and go to the Father. Verse 29, his disciples said unto him, Lo, now speakest thou plainly, and speakest no proverb. Verse 30, now are we sure that thou knowest all things, and needest not that any man should ask thee. By this we believe that thou camest forth from God. Jesus answered, verse 31, Do you now believe? Is that really? Do you really believe? Verse 32, Behold, the hour cometh, yea, is now come, that ye shall be 
uh, scattered every man to his own and shall leave me alone. And yet I am not alone because the Father is with me. Verse 33. These things I have spoken unto you, that in me ye might have peace. If you're in the word of God and you know that you're really saved and you feel the presence of the Lord Jesus with his Father by the Spirit in you, you have peace in a world full of turmoil. These things I have spoken unto you, that in me and only in me, the word of God, ye might have peace. In the world ye shall have tribulation, but he says you're going to have peace. In the world you're going to, you shall, you definitely will, if you're walking in my word, have tribulation. But you better not be afraid to run into tribulation because then you're going to turn your back on the word, Lord Jesus. In the world ye shall have tribulation. Now get used to that. Prepare your heart for it. But be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Now this is chapter 17 here now. These words spake Jesus and lifted up his eyes to heaven and said, Father, the hour is come, glorify thy son, that thy son also may glorify you. Well, what is he asking God to do to make him uh, look like a football star, basketball? Uh, these guys that get $100 million for dribbling a ball down the floor or uh, anything like that, or kicking the ball or carrying the ball to the goal line. No. Glory, uh, what he's talking about is a different language. This is heavenly language. Um, Father, the hour has come. Glorify thy son. In other words, I'm going to be murdered. And you're going to raise me from the dead. Glorify thy son. Uh, that thy son also may glorify you. Well, how will the son glorify God? Well, he's saying that God is the one that raised him from the dead. He was raised from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit. Verse 2, as thou hast given him power over all flesh. God gave Jesus power over all flesh. We also have that power. But we need to ask, we need to seek, we need to find. And we seek so we can find. Okay, so what we do is, Father God, these people, these on this um, church of the Latter-day Saints, we are our, our brother's keeper. They're not doing anything wrong that I know of uh, because the media is such a liar. They just say anything and the government is such a liar. If they were doing something wrong, how does that uh, uh, come into abuse? Here is this Vaticanite that the media is um, uh, exalting to the stars, this Pope who's the head of the homosexual and child molesting cult. And uh, how can they be so openly uh, hypocritical and the people not see it? 
why are we not raiding Catholic cults? Because there's far more than just a 16-year-old girl that called over there. These are hundreds of thousands of known uh, attacks and rapes of little altar boys and little girls. So as thou hast given him power over all flesh. Well, what if we have power over all flesh, because you're in us, Jesus, then I ask you, Father God, to destroy the people that are trying to destroy that church in Texas. You are the power. You've been raised from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit. You were anointed with the Holy Spirit at John's baptism of your person, of yourself. So as thou hast given him power over all flesh, that he should give eternal life to as many as thou hast given him. Okay, so he, Jesus also gave uh, his disciples power to cast out devils. Lord, we ask that you cast the devils out of these people and the governor of the state of Texas. And we ask that you cast the devils out of all those troopers, the Texas Rangers, and they love to get this Roy Rogers or uh, the Lone Ranger thing going for themselves. They exalt themselves. So, Father, uh, destroy Satan and all of them, and uh, let their and the judge, and let the decision be made to let these people go. Let my people go, the Lord demands. And uh, so, God has given a power over all flesh. So, Father, you're the God of all flesh, Lord Jesus. And so make these people, this judge, say not guilty and release these people and let the uh, um, government say that it is right, as the Bible says, for women to marry at the age of puberty, which occurs uh, in young women. And once they begin their uh, puberty, they are no longer children they're women capable of having babies. And so let's get that straight in your head. Now, do I have any underage people in my church that um, are pregnant? No, I don't have any people, young people in my church that are married. All right. Now, if they are, I don't know anything about it. That's for sure. Many people have come to me that have been 12, 13, 14 years old and 15 and 16 and 17 and asked to get married and I said we're living in a demonic time and they're doing everything they can to destroy churches so even though I believe you have the right to do so uh, according to the Bible you can't do it here now you can leave the church and get your parental uh, consent and go through one of these ungodly judges if you wish to get permission to be married, and uh, if you do that, well, then fine. But uh, I can't give you the permission to do that. And there are no polygamous marriages in this church. And so now they're going to try to hit. Uh, we saw on the website, somebody saw it and told me that they're 
going to come against our school system. Well, again, I'm telling you that uh, the people that come into our church uh, and um, they go to our school, and they come from public schools, uh, we have to set them back a year or two because many of them can't even read or write. And they're in the 6th, 7th, and 8th grade. So the school system wants, in the secular school system, they want everybody to be stupid and everybody to be under Satan. But we're the exact opposite of that. And so you have to choose who you're going to serve. As for me and my church and my family, we're going to serve the Lord because we have power. He that is in us has power over all flesh. So um, now, verse 3, And this is life eternal, that they might know thee. If people don't know the Lord, you don't have life eternal. The only true God and Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent into the world to be the Savior of all mankind that will receive him. I have glorified thee, Father, on the earth. I have finished the work which thou hast given me to do. Uh, and now, verse 5. O Father, glorify thou uh, me with thine own self, with the glory which I have with thee before the world was. So the Lord had a lot of glory. He was the King of heaven, the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And now, O Father, glorify thou me with thine own self. Only you can glorify me with the glory which I had with you before the world was. Okay, well, I'm sure the devil came to Jesus and told him, God is a con artist, man. You're going to die for nothing. He's not going to raise you from the dead. Nobody has ever been raised from the dead and entered into the kingdom of heaven again. Are you crazy? Uh, the Lord said, get thee hence, Satan. And the Lord did allow himself to be murdered on the cross. And then he did conquer death, hell, the grave. And he ascended, he rose from the dead and ascended into heaven before the eyes of over 500 people. I have manifested thy name. I have shown your name um, unto the men which thou gavest me out of the world. You gave me uh, men out of the world. They believed me. How could they not believe God and the Lord Jesus when he raised people from the dead and anyone that came to him for healing, he healed them. Thine uh, they were, and thou gavest them me. And they have kept thy word. In other words, they have kept me in their heart. I keep saying and telling you that the word of God is Jesus. And when people keep the word of God, then they can ask whatsoever they will. 
if they walk with Jesus and do what Jesus says, then they belong to him. Now they have known that all, this is Jesus, verse 7, now they have known that all things whatsoever thou hast given me are of you. Verse 8, for I have given unto them the words which thou gavest me. And that's what I'm doing, folks. I'm giving you the words that God gave to Jesus. And they have received them and have known surely that I came out. Uh, you know, surely means absolutely. They have absolutely known that I came out from you, God, the Father. And they have believed that thou didst send me the word of God into the world. Now, I pray for them. I pray not for the world. What I'm going to do is burn the world right up. I'm going to burn it to a crisp, but I'm not praying for anybody that believes in the world more than me or cares more about the world than they do the kingdom of heaven. I pray for my disciples. I pray not for the people of the world because my messengers has, have distributed my word everywhere, but they have not believed. They still love this present world more than they do the world to come. But for them which thou hast given me, for they are thine, they belong to you, Father, because I won them for you. Verse 10, and all mine are thine. Everything that I have is yours, Father, my heart, my soul, my spirit, my body, everything is yours. And yours are mine. Everything that you have is mine, and I am glorified in them. Well, Jesus glorified the Father, and now his disciples glorify him only if they keep his word, if they keep him in their heart and do the things that he says to do. You are my friends if you do whatsoever I tell you, Jesus said. If you do whatsoever I tell you. Now, some people say, I sound like I'm mad. Um, I'm angry at Satan all the day long, just like Jesus is. I'm supposed to be just like the Lord. And um, so you're supposed to also, you cannot serve two masters. You must hate one. You must hate the devil. If you don't hate the devil, you're not saved. And you're to love the Lord. You cannot love both God and Satan. You can't negotiate with Satan if you're of the Lord. You can't believe anything that he says because he's a liar and the father of it. Verse 11, and now I am no more in the world, but these are in the world. And I come to thee, Holy Father, keep through thine own name. And what is his name? Uh, is uh, God the Father. Those whom thou hast given me, that they may be one, as we are one. So the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, and we, those of us that are members of Christ's body, are one. Verse 12, 
While I was with them in the world, I kept them in thy name. Uh, those that thou gavest me, I have kept, and none of them is lost, but the son of perdition. We're living at the time of perdition where everybody almost is uh, like Judas. They turn their back on the Lord. They ridicule him. They thumb their nose at him. So uh, all of them are, uh, are saved. None of them lost, with the exception of the son of perdition, that the scriptures might be fulfilled. Well, somebody had to... Uh, turned their back on Jesus back then. Otherwise, he wouldn't have been crucified. And if he wouldn't have been crucified, then all the people in the Old Testament and all the people that are living during this era of time during the New Testament would never have been saved. Only he is the Savior of the world. Only he could have done it. Mary had no part in that whatsoever. Verse 13, And now come I to thee, Father, and these things I speak in the world that they might have my joy fulfilled in themselves. I'm so full of joy, the Lord says. Now, verse 14. I have given them thy word. In other words, myself. And the world has hated them because they are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. We're actually um, little lambs among wolves in this world, but God is able, if we're, uh, when we're walking in the spirit, to be able to still remain in the world among these wolves. And wolves never make it into heaven. Verse 15, I pray not that thou shouldest take them out of the world, but that thou shouldest keep them from the evil. Because there's so much temptation, like the Pope said, there's so much temptation. Have moisy on these uh, homosexuals of mine. Well, uh, no, <laughs> If they're homosexuals, there's no mercy for them in this world or in the world to come unless they get saved here. But if they want to remain homosexuals, they're going to hell. And because of the fact that the uh, courts do not prosecute uh, these Antichrist people uh, just uh, shows you that there's a judgment coming by the, uh, from the Lord and they're going to be judged then, and they'll be in hell for the rest of eternity. And eternity never ends. Verse 16, they are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. I'm not a homosexual, and I'm not a perverted God. I hate perversion, and I showed all you people that when I barbecued Sodom and Gomorrah. All of them were destroyed with the exception of Lot and his two daughters. Sanctify them, verse 17. Sanctify them, set them aside from the rest of the world through thy truth, thy word is truth. Okay, now sanctify, what does that mean? 
Well, all these worldly devils are saying, and they don't let them partake in the things of the world. Well, the Bible commands us not to partake in the things of the world. And when you look at television, you see that there's so many channels that are nothing but smut. And so they act as though it's a big crime that we don't allow our children to be raised in the world. We are to sanctify ourselves from the world. In other words, to set ourselves aside from uh, the world. Sanctify them through thy truth. Well, we're sanctified because we read the word of God and it tells us to stay away from the world. Because the Lord hates the world and the world hates him. Uh, to stay away from the world because the world uh, hates Christ and He hates the, the world hates us. And then why should we be involved in the world at all? Uh, we don't want to go to hell. And if we involve ourselves as a world, uh, rather than sanctifying ourselves through the truth, uh, thy word is truth, uh, then we'll be in hell with the rest of you as sad people. Verse 18, as thou hast sent me into the world, even so have I also sent them into the world. Verse 19, and for their sakes, I sanctify myself. I, I uh, showed them how it is so easy to sanctify yourself, set yourself separately from the world. And for their sakes, I sanctify myself, that they also might be sanctified, because I told them to follow me through the truth. Now, the truth... Uh, is Christ. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, the eternal life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. All right, now verse 20. Neither pray I for these alone. Uh, so he's not saying, I'm just praying for these uh, disciples of mine, but I'm praying for them also who shall in the future believe on me through their uh, their preaching, the disciples' preaching. Verse 21, that they all may be one, as thou, Father, art in me, and I in thee, that they also may be one in us. So the only ones that are going to heaven are those that are in Christ and in the Father. Uh, and I in thee, and they that they also may be one in us. Being one means we can't have two different doctrines, or 45 different doctrines, or a thousand different doctrines. There's only one. It says that they also may be one, as the word is one, the Word is God, and God is one, uh, the Father, one, the Son, one, the Holy Spirit. These three are one. And if we're going to be in them, uh, that they all may be one. They all just must believe this one Word of God. As thou, Father, art in me, and I am in thee, that they also may be one in us. 
that the world may believe that thou hast sent me and that uh, I have sent them. Verse 22. And the glory which thou gavest to me, I have given them. In other words, you're going to glorify me by raising me from the dead and then ascending me up into the kingdom of heaven. And there isn't anything in the world that's more glorious than that. And so the Lord has given uh, us the same blessing that he himself uh, received. And the glory which thou gavest me by resurrecting me from the dead and becoming the life-giving spirit, I have given them the true uh, apostles, the true disciples of the Lord that they may be one, even as we are one. So there it is right there. The Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, and us. I in them, and thou in me. So if thou, or God, is in Christ, then Jesus and the Father are in them. So that's why he says in verse 23, I in them and thou in me, that they may be made perfect in me, with you in me. All right, but the world is saying, ah, no one's perfect. No one's perfect. I mean, uh, you know, so just live your life. Yeah, with imperfection, just do everything that you want to do. But uh, the Lord says that they may be made perfect. You must be made perfect. If you're walking in the word, the Holy Spirit, the words that the Lord speaks are spirit and Holy Spirit in their life. So he says, I in them and thou in me, that they may be made perfect in one, in us. In you, Father, and me, and the Holy Spirit. And the Lord is the Holy Spirit. And that the world may know that thou hast sent me and hast loved them as thou hast loved me. Again, why does God the Father love us? It's because... He sees us and he doesn't see our sin anymore because we are in the sinless one. Uh, they've loved uh, that the Lord, had, God has uh, sent him and has loved them as thou hast loved me. So God loves us as he loves the Lord Jesus Christ because when we made ourselves we lost our old lives. We gave up our old lives. We mortified our old lives by the Holy Spirit that entered into us. And because that well, we've killed um, uh, by the Holy Spirit, we've killed by the Holy Spirit the deeds of the flesh, and we've taken on Christ in us that he should live his life in and through us. Uh, then uh, that's why the Lord loves us, because all he can see of us is we're in Christ. And when the Lord sees the blood of Christ on our souls and that we're keeping his commandments, 
Then the death angel passes over us, and we shall never die. Now, our bodies will die, but our spirit goes immediately into the kingdom of heaven. Immediately, I'm telling you. And I have many scriptures to back that up. Now, Jesus continues. Now, he's praying to the Father. Father, I will that they also, whom thou hast given me, be with me where I am, that they may behold my glory which thou hast given me, for thou lovest me before the foundation of the world. Verse 25. O righteous Father, the world hath not known thee, but I have known thee, and these have known that thou hast sent me. And that is wonderful, because if the Lord God had not sent Jesus the word into the world, we wouldn't know what the Lord God Almighty, the Father, requires of us. Because he had to send the word into the world in order for the word or the kingdom of heaven to be known unto us. Verse 26. And I have declared unto them... Uh, thy name and the Lord God's name and his own name and will declare it that the love wherewith thou hast loved me may be in them and I in them. Oh, the love of God to be concerned about human souls to win them. I am the vine, you are the branches. My father is the husband. Anyone that does not allow my word to flow through them as a river, uh, that the Lord will take that branch, ye are the branches, and he'll cast you into hell. Chapter 18, verse 1. When Jesus had spoken these words, he went forth with his disciples over the brook Cedron, uh, where was a garden into the which he entered and his disciples as well. Verse 2, And Judas also, which betrayed him, knew the place for Jesus uh, oftentimes resorted thither with his disciples. Verse 3, Judas, then having received a band of men and officers from the chief priests. See, the chief priests, these uh, false religions, are the worst enemy of God and God's people in the Bible. So don't think that just because you're going to a church or you are in a place that has all billions of dollars that this is of the Lord. Because these chief priests and Pharisees, who are also the teachers of the law, they didn't uh, say the law was not in effect. They say the law is in effect. They teach the law. 
they come and scissor with um, lanterns and torches and weapons. What well, poor Jesus didn't have any weapons any more than we do. Verse 4, Jesus, therefore, knowing all things that should come upon him, went forth and said unto them, Whom seek ye? That's what the Lord said. Who are ye seeking? They answered him, Jesus of Nazareth. Jesus saith unto them, I am he. And Judas also, which betrayed him, stood with them. Verse 6. As soon then as he had said unto them, I am he, they went backward and fell to the ground. That's a very small amount of power that he had. He had the power not only to make them fall down and go boom, but he also had the power to destroy their souls. But nevertheless, because of the fact that the scriptures have to be um, told and have to be fulfilled, he just let him fall down to the ground and go boom. Verse 7. Then asked he them again, Whom seek ye? And they said, Jesus of Nazareth. Uh, verse 8. Jesus answered, I have told you uh, that I am he. If therefore you seek me, let these go their way. Verse 9, that the, the saying might be fulfilled, which he spake of them, which thou gavest me, have I lost none. Verse 10, because the Lord is the truth. Verse 10, then Simon Peter, having a sword, drew it and smote the high priest's servant and cut off his right ear. The servant's name was Melchus. All right, I see my time is up. Take this up again tomorrow, the rest of these scriptures. But right now is the time for us to pray. And those of you that would love to pray with me, would love to be in the kingdom of heaven rather than in the pit of hell, well, then let's do that right now in Jesus' name. Say to the Lord, my Lord and my God, have mercy upon my soul, a sinner. I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of the living God, and I believe that he died on the cross and shed his precious blood for the forgiveness of all my former filthy sins. And I believe that you, Father, raised Jesus from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit. I open the door of my heart, and I invite you, Lord Jesus, you, Holy Father, you, Holy Spirit, into my heart. Uh, wash all my former filthy sins away in the precious blood that you shed for me. Now, the Holy Spirit and the Father were in Jesus when he was on the cross. Uh, just as the Holy Spirit is in us right now with the Father by the Spirit. Wash all my former filthy sins away in the precious blood that you shed for me. You will not turn me away, Lord Jesus. You will save my soul. 
I know because your word says so. Your word says that you'll turn no one away, and that includes me. Therefore, I know that you have heard me, and I know that you have answered me, and I know that I am saved. And I thank and praise you, Father God, Lord Jesus, Holy Spirit, for saving my everlasting soul. Now, raise your hands and praise and thank the Lord, and get yourself an old King James Version of the Bible. Not the new King James, but the old. And uh, Sharon, tell the listening audience how they can receive a copy of this program, number 618. Go to alamoministries.com or write to Tony Alamo Christian Ministries, P.O. Box 6467, Texarkana, Texas, 75505, or call area code 479-782-7370. That's 479-782-7370, or fax to area code 479-782-7406. Praise the Lord. This is World Pastor Tony Lama saying tune in tomorrow for another instruction of how to receive eternal life and how to continue on one day at a time in the word in Jesus. And uh, here, uh, let's say, J.D. Sumner and the Stamps are singing along with me on this song uh, called How Long Has It Been, Folks, Since You've Been on Your Knees and Prayed to the Lord Up in Heaven. How long has it been since you talked with the Lord and told him your heart's hidden secret? How long since you prayed? How long since you stayed on your knees till the light shone through? How long has it been since your mind fell at ease? How long? Since your heart knew no burden And you called him your friend How long has it been Since you knew that he cared for you
Since you knew.